0: Hello everybody, welcome to episode 7 of Show Us Your Kit on the Old Golden Black. Uh, I'm joined today by an Ipswich Town fan, Benjamin Bloom, who you may recognise as well from, uh, he appeared on the channel two years ago, uh, where I asked him, would he take relegation to (laughs) League One to just see some different football? So, Ben, what's happened in the last two years at Ipswich Town? Please don't play a clip of my
1: (laughs) arms. I I thought you were going to say... Can you imagine that? So two years ago, you got Wolves and Ipswich in the same division. You've already been Fosseund and Nunoed, and um, yeah, have these ridiculous players that are way too good for the Championship. But yeah, you're now in Europe and (laughs) looking at the, you know, possibly the top six, and we're down in um, in. 10th in League One. Well, this will be a familiar story to Wolves fans, because lovely old Mick um, left, and um, well, let's just say, um, I respect Mick, and I admire Mick, Mm. um, but the way he runs things, it tends to lend itself to not much succession after. All the players kind of love him, he gives them very simple, straightforward instructions, and Sadly, unless you get um Mick McCarthy part two and bring bring a I don't know a, a twenty twenty years younger version of McCarthy in to yeah. do similar things, it's quite hard to transition. And I know you guys mm. had, um, had a relegation after as well. We haven't quite had a Kenny Jacket and 100 no. point, 100 well, you've got a hundred point points in League you've got One a,
0: though. Yeah, another former Wolves manager in, in charge instead. How is he Coped with League One. Just, can I just ask you first, what do you think of Paul Lambert? Uh, Dower. To sum him up in one word, the, we didn't get to see a lot of him because his job was mainly to stop us from getting relegated from the Championship with a very good team. He had held team. the cluster though, didn't Yeah, he? that's what I mean. Yeah, He had. He wasn't able to utilise the players that we had, like Roman Sace, who's now one of the most classy centre-backs that we've ever seen at Molyneux. He just he says about Paul Lambert that he just made him run. And he doesn't mind running, but for a reason. But he never did any ball work or anything in, in training. And you could just tell that it, was, it was classless on the pitch. And we would never have got promoted if we'd have kept him the following season. Even if we'd have had Ruben Neves, etc. He wouldn't have been able to get the best out of those players.
1: Yeah. Um, your view chimes with a lot of Ibsen mm-hmm. training. Obviously, there's the Norwich thing as well that he was so successful at Norwich and then I think when he came you looked and we made lots of excuses for him so oh Villa Lerner wanted to sell and he actually did quite well to stave it off for a while and then Blackburn well who can work for Venkies and Mm. Stoke well he comes in at the last minute and Wolves well you know they wanted Nuno and they were going to change it um, anyway Um, it's not been No, it's not been good at all, actually, Tom. And um, I've said this on loads of podcasts. I went to a game in September of this season and we were top of the league. Mm. We were playing... um, I'm not going to say we are playing well. Um, We were winning and scoring lots of goals and keeping lots of clean sheets. And I hadn't been for a few weeks. I've been doing some championship games. And I saw us play Shrewsbury. And um, we went 1-0 up. We went 2-0 up shrewsbury had a guy sent off we won the game 3-0 and i just remember having a chat with one of my podcasts blue monday guys at half time Mm. and saying i don't get it we're not we're not good um we were quite direct our forwards scored the only two chances they've got we gave away like three clear chances and then they had a guy stupidly sent off and i i said in september i don't get it we're top of the league but we're not good we've got better (laughs) players than league one and um Mm. Look, there's a lot of things I'm wrong about, but um yeah, the pattern of play and whatnot has come to um yeah. has come to prove to have not quite been there. So yeah, in answer to what the hell happened, <laughs> well you got into you got into Europe and <laughs> scored a million points and um we you know, we could all see that Bolly and Neves were already yeah. good enough for the yeah. for the Premier League, you know, with their cigars on in, in the championship. And we've made Yet more bad operational decisions, bad managerial.
0: Yeah. I'm talking about Paul Hurst there, but oh man, and, yeah. Well, I mean that's in fact he had just been appointed the last time I spoke to you, and uh was he Shrewsbury manager before you? Yeah, he
1: was Shrewsbury manager, and he'd taken them all the way to the League One playoff final, yeah, and they lost right. to Rotherham, lost to Paul Warnes mm. Rotherham, and it was. It was supposed to be the bright young thing. Um, and yeah, it was a disaster. He was out after 14 games and he tried to unmic mick McCarthy, the squad. And of mm. course, you know what mixed players, are, they're so loyal to him, they, yeah. they wouldn't have it. And some people argue now, if you'd kept Paul Hurst in, um, would we be any worse off? Although I have to say the recruitment um mm. He, he took everything that was good about what Mick did and Waghorn went, Webster went, Garner went, Selina went, McGoldrick mm. went um, and then bought in the players that he would have signed in League One if he'd had money with yeah. Shrewsbury
0: and it bombed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, How are you coping as well now without being able to go to football? Because I know that you do go to a lot of football outside of Ipswich Town as well. I remember watching a video of yours last year when you tallied up all the games you'd been to and stuff. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Can you remember the final total off the top of your head? 78 last That's season. That's unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. And, so were you on and, course to beat that this season?
1: Do you know, I wasn't. I'd, I'd edited the channel a little bit to try and um, get in live streams as well. So I've been yeah. doing live stream reviews and live stream previews and trying to, trying to balance things up. Um if you really went for it, um, mm. yeah, I'd have to take some other stuff out. Also, um, you know, you, you have a chat with your missus, and it, it's like, right, how many how many games are, are you going to divorce me on? Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. um, maybe maybe I'll beat seventy eight one day. Mm. Maybe if the channel goes really well and I I don't have to work full time in my yeah. in my other job, I can. But I'm doing more videos, but slightly less. Mm. Um, Match reviews and the difficult thing, of course, is that the channel's based on the championship, and Ipswich now go down mm. to League One. So then I have to dip in and um, do at least 15, 20 Ipswich games, or yeah. I get completely slammed on the Ipswich forums. But
0: no, I I don't know whether I'll beat. <laughs> I'll beat 78. Um, I mean I, I remember watching a couple of very impressive days around the playoffs where you were going to three different games in like three different parts of the country as well in one I've day. I've never done very three two, oh, okay.
1: two the worst right. one the worst one was that it was that mad weekend when Leeds lost to, they lost at home to Wigan that oh, crazy yeah, game yeah. where Easter,
0: was it Easter weekend or was it certainly around Yeah, so Easter yeah, you're right.
1: It would have been good Friday. Yeah, it was good Friday, wasn't it? Because then they lost hmm. to Brentford. And I did um the, the geography of this is stupid. I did uh, Sheffield United versus Forest at 12.30 mm-hmm. and then Norwich versus Blackburn at 7.45. And you look at it when you're buying the tickets and you go, 12.30, 7.45, that's easy. That's it. You drive from Sheffield <laughs> to Norwich because you're going against all the motorways on all mm. these crappy roads through <laughs> Lincolnshire and down. And I was screwed by the, by the end of... For the yeah. end of that day, but it made for a fun video. The good one was the playoff semi-final day, where mm. it was that worked out really well. Yeah, it was Villa, yeah. Villa it Albion, was, wasn't it? Yeah, Villa Albion at Villa, and then derby Leeds, and I, I In think derby, they yeah. were like at twelve o'clock and a four thirty, and yeah, I, and it was smooth as. Smooth as you like, yeah. yeah,
0: that's right. In fact, I remember trying to do the same thing as you, but obviously not knowing that you're doing it. But I couldn't get a ticket for the Albion uh, Villa game, and I didn't want to buy a ticket through the Albion channels because I thought I might never they be made allowed back in one. That a difficult time as well, yeah. You had
1: to have previous, um,
0: yeah, but I, d- I did manage whatnot. to go to the Derby Leeds uh semi final, but not the correct leg. The second leg was far <laughs> more entertaining, wasn't it? Well, but,
1: it wasn't. I was th- there was mad traffic on the second leg. As well, um so I got to that one ten minutes late mm. um, and kind of the... well i didn't miss any goals um okay. and I didn't miss the incredible meltdown in the in the <laughs> second half either, but no um some yeah, incredible games when you compare them to the um baggies eight men behind the ball and three men on Grealish tactics, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> it was a little bit different. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, so let's move on to the first part of the show then, which is uh, to show us your favorite kits. Uh, so I asked you for a favorite um, Ipswich kit of yours, which I'll put on the screen now. And if you could explain to the viewers why this oh, show, because it looks no. a little bit before your time, if I'm honest.
1: Yeah. So it's one year before I was born. This is 1981. Um, and that is the late, great Kevin Beatty. Even look at him wearing the necklace as know, well. Yeah. Out, Outstand as well. So that is Ipswich Town's greatest ever player, Kevin Beattie. And that would be the FA Cup semi-final. Is that Villa Park? It, is, it looks it? a
0: bit like the Holton, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So that would be the FA Cup semi-final replay against Manchester City, which Ipswich are going to absolutely dominate and then Paul Power's going to bang a free kick in in extra time. And um, of course, Ipswich finished second in the league to Villa that season um, and knocked out in the FA Cup semi-final extra time. um, And they're going to win the UEFA Cup. Um, yeah. But I just love the Adidas. I love the simplicity of it. It just represents, you know, there's no sponsor. Mm. It just represents, um, you know, the greatest time in the club's history. And there's the greatest player wearing it. It's yeah. it's just fantastic, isn't it? And it reminds me of those early Adidas Holland um, yes, yeah. as well. Um, I've got a couple more for you, actual ones, if you want to see them as yes, well, please. Tom. Yeah. If you want yeah. to go to full Screen, yeah. So these are some of mine. This is a um, 97 98 mm. home kit, which is a good, good fun design. It's actually made by Ipswich as well. And this will remind you of Matt Holland, maybe, and David yeah. Johnson, yeah, um, players of that nature. This is the away kit from that season, which is a Ipswich have never had a kit like this Oh wow <laughs> since <laughs> That is something. Yeah a really weird one if you look there it's signed by Mauricio Tarico, who was the best player probably in that in that team at the time went on to play mm. for Tottenham and I just got another one because you'll like the colour of it being a Wolves fan
0: I remember that Ipswich kit yeah
1: Great kit isn't it <laughs> so this is from the promotion season in 99 2000 mm. so you would have seen Marcus Stewart killing yeah. the playoff semi-final Yeah Um
0: that that kit kit manufacturer there, punch I've never seen anywhere before is it's, that a local
1: one or it's it's they made their own kits so it's suffolk punch um ah, okay. so yeah they tried um they tried to do it for a while but obviously the adidas ones and the way sponsorship is um yeah. nowadays I can see the big puma on your yeah. <laughs> on your wolves top um there but no they tried to do their own for well, I mean they're interesting but just when you compare it to the one the white one there that you can see Kevin Beattie wearing. It's just, there's something iconic. And you've seen other players wearing Mm. the Adidas stripes and and whatnot, haven't you? So I'd have to go for the 81 white kit.
0: Yeah, so there was a a previous podcast that I've done on this as well. A Leeds fan was talking about the simplicity of the kits in the 1970s. So would you support going back to sponsorless kits like the Paddy Power tried to sort of uh, bring in this season with their big thing with Huddersfield?
1: Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I think things are of their time, aren't they? Yeah. And you know, sponsorship is a big thing now, and um, clubs need that. And maybe not necessarily Premier League clubs, no. but I suppose even some of them are making a making a pretty penny on the on the sponsorship. Um, I don't know. Um, mm. I I love those Leeds kits, and Revy wanted to replicate Real Madrid, um, yeah. didn't he? With just the plain. The playing white kits. I think things d- develop kind of mm. as they should. Um, and yet, I think you remember, I always remember when I was growing up, the Liverpool kits with candy written yeah. on them because Liverpool were the great team when I was at primary school and mm. the crown paints. And you actually remember the mm. Carlsberg. Like, I know all the Liverpool sponsors, I don't even care about Liverpool, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, but, that is true, yeah. So, and yes. I suppose uh, Goodyear, was it? Or Goodman's for Wolves? Goodyear,
0: Good yeah, it's on my arms. Yeah. one of these arms, yeah. Good year. Still. No, this is this is an old kit. This is, oh, this is from the nineties, yeah. If you're if not, not a, a long time, man, yeah.
1: Your memory is um Steve Ball with Goodyear written on his yeah on his front, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then famously we had Doritos for a couple of seasons, which everybody seems <laughs> to remember. <laughs> uh, right, let's have a look at your next kit then. So I asked you for a non- Uh, non-Ipswich kit and you've gone for one which you said was going to be controversial but (laughs) explain why you've chosen Jürgen Klinsmann in this Italia 90 Germany shirt
1: Um, it's just a brilliant kit isn't it I know it's I know it's kind of well it's West Germany and we lost in the semi-finals to them but Mm. I'd never seen I mean it's an Adidas one again I'd never seen a kit like that before um I was eight years old and remember we in terms of our favorites we always pick the stuff of when we fell in love mm. with football and I I remember being allowed to stay up for the I know they wore green in the semi-final didn't they mm. I remember being able to stay up for the semi-final and some people say the 1990 matches were dour but if you look in the earlier games when West Germany are at the San Siro and Lota Mateus comes out of deep midfield and scores and mm. Klinsmann um scores i think that's after the header is that against the netherlands it looks I, like from the from the keeper sell, yeah. behind there and mm. um klinsmann was a great player wasn't he still a bit of a diver at that point yeah. and um even though it's west germany i think that's a that's a classic isn't it
0: yeah yeah well so much so that i bought it recently and it came in you the did. post the other day uh, i much, don't know if it,
1: how much did they charge you for well, it, is it is it an original 1990 no,
0: as well no 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 it's a uh, I'm not sure of the make of it, but it was from a website called Retro Shirts. If they're watching, okay. they feel free to sponsor the channel. But uh, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but it, it was only like thirty pounds or something, so it's obviously not a an exact uh, replica, but it's a very very good copy. Uh, but unfortunately, because of lockdown, it doesn't quite fit at the moment. So hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> after your
1: seventeenth bottle of wine of the lockdown, yeah.
0: <laughs> hopefully, by the time uh, I'm back playing Fiberside it might be uh, it might fit. <laughs> Right, the next part. Then I've uh, I've asked you to send in a couple of clips uh, for me to watch. Uh, the first one is not actually the first time we've had uh, Vicarage Road appear as on one of the clips, but it wasn't. Oh, uh,
1: when did you have Vicarage Road? Oh,
0: so, I, I know it was Deeney, wasn't it? Yeah, Deeney against uh, Leicester in the playoffs. But this is an Ipswich one, uh, dramatic winner Richard Chaplow. So just give us the context. There won't be any sound on this, so if you just talk us talk over the clip um, as it plays. Yeah,
1: in. so Ipswich had been rubbish for. 20 years, and this is 2014-15 when we're actually good. Watford are at the top of the league. We're challenging for the playoffs. This is the 94th minute. Just look behind the goal. Chaplow, yeah. in it goes. Utter limbs. Yeah. And this was at the point, there's a lovely moment as well, where the fans are still well behind Mick. All the players coming as a couple of wolves there. There's yeah, Stephen, um, Hunt, yeah. Stephen Hunt joining the pylon. Then look at that. Mick knows <laughs> he's, done, he's done a classic. We probably had three percent possession, and <laughs> minus three shots in that game and still managed to win but what it what it stands for to me tom is pretty much the only time Ipswich's great finish actually by yeah. so so cool there ian wright would be pleased with that one in terms of in terms of going cool and mm. sears does really it's, it's a mistake and <laughs> a counter attack it's a classic <laughs> mid goal isn't it but um no it, it just says to me ipswich just haven't won a lot of big games they tend to have um, bottled them and as supporters we haven't had that many really great sort of big moments and this was the one time in god and I'm struggling to think of others in the last even 10 years where there was a big moment Mm. a big game and we were up in the league against an opponent away from home and that big moment went for us and we Mm. I'm sure Wolves have had tons of them and particularly in the faux sun yeah um, (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, exactly um but it it went for us and you know you can see when when Ipswich is rocking that all the away stands are always full the supporters Mm. are engaged and it just makes me think we can have more of those more of those moments Mm. and they've just been far too far too few there was a couple that season um there was a similar game away at Charlton actually and there's an absolutely mm. the the other video I was gonna send to you Tom was um there's a Charlton fan filming it from behind the goal and it's so funny because it's like 95 minutes it's nil nil and he commentates yeah. it and he goes if they score from this they don't deserve it I'm <laughs> telling you they haven't even been near us and it goes across <laughs> and um it is um, it's Noel Hunt actually okay. puts it in and obviously he starts <laughs> effing and blinding but it's just so funny so typical of McCarthy and what other fans think of Yeah, they don't deserve this, I tell you. <laughs> this this weird thing of how have they won? They haven't had yeah. any possession, they haven't had any territory and they've <laughs> they've kept
0: a clean sheet and won. Yeah. But
1: um yeah. yeah. So yeah. Chaplow at Watford.
0: So is that that's the same season that you got to the playoffs uh and lost to Norwich, was it? Yeah,
1: so it's twenty fourteen. 15. And in the Marcus seven zero, it's the only time we got mm. anywhere near. And um, to be honest, we scraped into the playoffs at the end. But we were top of the league at um, Christmas, had a big win at Brentford. A lot of fans say if he would bought in a mm. couple of players in that January, I know ifs, buts and maybes. And yeah, sadly, we came up against the old enemy with parachute payments. And the, yeah. at that point, the highest mm. salaried um, uh, championship team of all time and Bradley Johnson, Wes Houlihan, Nathan mm. Redmond, Cameron Jerome and they were they were they were too good for us over yeah. over two legs. But that was the time when maybe we could have built and mm. um, done something. But um Mr Evans is running it as a business sadly, not as a um not as a well what would you call it? A football club. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, that leads us quite nicely onto the next clip that you've sent me, which is a Norwich clip, which I was not expecting. I thought it was going to be one of like an England clip or, you know, or a great football this is moment. Tremendous but this salt. This perhaps might work better with sound on, but unfortunately we can't have that at the moment. So talk us through, talk us through this clip then. And so this is Norwich in the Premier League and this is the great Luis
1: Suarez. And through he goes and misses an absolute sitter. And if you look behind the goal, yeah. that is all the Norwich fans in the Barclay end. Bear in mind, Norwich have punished Ipswich, so it's okay for me to enjoy yeah. seeing Norwich get punished and boy did Suarez punish them they're all giving it the absolute big and Suarez runs away and what does he do <laughs> touch filthy nutmeg <sighs> outside of <laughs> the foot it's an incredible goal and then of course it's just so funny for me that the Barkley yeah. end all up giving it to Suarez and it's like did they never learn Norwich against Suarez D- yeah. don't wind that guy up he was incredible and I just, look how filthy the goal is yeah. as well nuts
0: and look at the Who, thing. Who's the defender? Is it Ryan Bennett? No, it I can't quite you. So.
1: Yeah, I, I can't tell you. It's moving too quickly for yeah. me. There,
0: it's definitely John Rudin. What Rudeen a player, goal.
1: What a goal! It's yeah, you see a couple of wolves there, isn't it? And yeah. Just the, I think sometimes um, football provides some very <laughs> poetic moments. And the thing with football banter, I don't mm. get. I don't really get involved in it because you you are going to end up with egg on your face. And the thing with football banter is you have to be all in. So. Uh, yep the Norwich fans great when someone goes through and misses a sitter up you go but when you get involved in football banter you know there's going to be moments <laughs> like that where you pick on the wrong guy yeah. who pulls off a nutmeg outside <laughs> of the foot literally 15 seconds later and yeah. of course being Suarez and I love I love that he doesn't milk it too much that mm, he just gives, he just he, looks he gives at them, them all a look <laughs> and he says look I'm Suarez I, I yeah. don't need to get in a slanging match with you by the way I'm too good for you. I'm going to go and celebrate <laughs> this goal with my fans. And, uh, and by the way, in in the next three games, I'm going to score from the halfway line twice. And yeah. you know, John Ruddy really still think,
0: has nightmares about Luis Suarez. I'm sure I've heard him say that. He's, oh, uh, he does?
1: No, um, Jack Reeve, who I'm doing a little series with at the moment from mm. Talk Norwich City. Um, the question came up, you know, opponent you feared the most. And for all Norwich fans will say, Suarez, Suarez which is quite amusing Because Ipswich fans would say David Nugent He's the, <laughs> he's the, he's the Suarez of Ipswich But um, yeah he said That Ruddy was actually Screwed in you know from mm. In the tunnel beforehand He, w- he was terrified and, and then of course You start to do things differently and you yeah. maybe, m- maybe a couple of those Lobs maybe he's in the wrong place Because that horrible Little <laughs> brilliant um, Crap house is going to score past yeah. him But
0: I thought it was a great clip yeah, I love it. Inject that into my veins, right? <laughs> uh, uh, so the final bit of the show then is for you to show me a bit of a, well, a mystery piece of memorabilia. Anything anything with a story I said when you asked me yesterday. We've had all sorts of things. Billy Wright's lighter from the 1949 FA Cup final. We've had photos, all sorts of stuff. So what have you brought us today? I hope you're going to let me get away with this. Because we're on lockdown,
1: the bit of memorabilia is in Ipswich in my parents' house. That's and okay. I'm... And I'm in um, Bedfordshire, unable to, um, unable to get it. But I've got an old scrapbook. It's the Ipswich Evening Star scrapbook. And ah, okay. when I was when I was growing up, I lived opposite a place called the Belsterbrook Brook Hotel. And um, people on the Blue Monday podcast are bored of me telling these <laughs> stories, but we're on a Walsh podcast yeah. now, <laughs> so I can. And um, as a young kid, I used to go over to the hotel and. Ipswich were in the Premier League in 92-93 and the players from the opposing teams would stay Mm. um, at the hotel and it was a bit of a different time because you knew at about, I don't know, midday or something that the players were going to come into the reception and if it was Man United or Liverpool or things of that nature, there'd be tons of people there and the players would come out and they would sign autographs, get on the bus go down to the ground and um, there's a couple of particular things but probably the most valuable one is that the last game of the 92-93 season was at home to Forest and um, it's Brian Clough's last game no way and I didn't this is so I wish I could go back and do it again because I didn't understand who I was talking to because I'm like 10 years old yeah out he comes in the green jumper, uh, you know, it's, it's incredible that I got to I got to do this. And there was me and two other lads because it was Forrest. That Roy Keane was was mm. there. I remember Kingsley Black as well. Roger
0: Clough, would he been was he Forest? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: good good player as well. Yeah, Clough, mm. and then he went on to Liverpool, didn't he? Mm. Um, so Brian Clough comes out, and I I kind of knew I kind of knew who he was, but I didn't understand the greatness. You yeah, know? um, I just you know knew that this was a figure. So I go up to him. And I go, yeah, I've been told by my dad, you know, Mr. Clough or sir or whatever, you, you ask nicely. Um, and if they say yes, you say thank you. And if they say no, you say, okay, that's, that's no problem. You don't, you don't have to sign my book. You know, mm. you've, got, you, you, you've got a match to go and, go and yeah. do or whatever. Mr. Clough, please may I have your autograph, sir? Um, he just looks at me and he goes, get on the boss. I'm like, no way. Okay. Um, so he walks on, and he walks onto the bus, and there's me and two other kids walk up, and um, the guy in front. So there's I'm the middle of the three, and the guy in front of me gives him the gives him the book, and he goes, "What's that, son?" And there's a spider on his book. You have got a spider on you, but I can't do. I can't do. Yeah, the young man.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfectly <there> you <laughs> young man. Spider on the book. Get off the bus. Get rid of that spider. Right. So I'm at the front. Of the kid, I'm terrified absolutely terrified yeah. um i'm, I'm, I'm like who is this weird green alcoholic <laughs> genius Flawed genius i pass in the book and he goes young man what's your name oh, ben and he says it as he writes it he goes to ben be good love Brian. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible no and then i go to take the book back i'm not making this up this is genuine brian clough and he pulls the book away and he goes he goes like this and I'm like, mm. oh God, what's he gonna do? And he gives me a hug. Oh <laughs> <laughs> he gives me a hug. And I walk away and I walk out of the bus and I'm like, what just happened? Mm. This is so weird. And then as you grow older, and I remember the match of the seventies series yeah. coming on, and I'm watching Oh, that's Brian. What so he wins the mm. league wins the league with Derby and then he's gonna you know take Forest from the second division and win two <laughs> European Cups. So yeah, just just that um it's not that I don't really care about the autograph. It's mm. the fact that I can story. tell a, a crazy Brian Clough story. And then I ended up working at the Belsterbrook as a kid because I lived opposite it. Mm. And when Newcastle played Ipswich, it was the first time Sir Bobby had come back in a competitive game. He, he'd done a friendly with uh, Porto. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it was going to be Sir Bobby has, has come back, you know, mm. the, the most popular ever you know, guy at Ipswich is going to come back. And, of course, the place was crazy. And there's one – there's two things I remember on my shift. There's one point where Kieran Dyer, Titus Bramble, Kevin Beatty, and Bobby Robson are sat round a <laughs> table. And Kevin Beattie is so, so sweet as well. Has mm. been voted the number one. And he just wants – he just wants to show his idol, his mentor. He's like, and he's like, gaffer, gaffer. Oh. Look at this, I'm, 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 num- I'm number one. And then later in the night, and I can't believe this happened to me either. Um, Sir Bobby went the wrong way from the room. Mm. So I'm walking down the corridor and there's Sir Bobby Robson, <laughs> right? And I say to him, are you okay, Sir Bobby? And he went, no, son, where's room 437? And I'm like, I'm at one end of the hotel and I know that room 437 is <laughs> miles away. And so Let me take you. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I did exactly the right thing. I said, Oh, sir, would you like me to walk you? <laughs> I walked all the way through the Belsterbrook Hotel with, with Bobby Robson and talked oh, to man. him. The two probably great, I know Sir yeah. Alf as well, but the two greatest English managers yeah. ever, um, or oh, two of the three of them, I I met them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have a lot of that hotel to thank for, but my yeah. item would be the scrapbook somewhere with yeah. two Ben be good, love Brian.
0: Well, until we have actual proof of it happening, we'll have
1: to. I promise I can tell you, I promise it happened. I promise. And that's what I say about the book. It's the memory that, I mean, mean, I've told that story um, more than once. I'm sure I add on a little bit, Mm. (laughs) a, a little bit every time, but that's, as I, as I recall it, a 10-year-old me
0: meeting, you know, maybe the greatest manager of all time. That's defi- definitely the best story that we've had so far. We've had <laughs> An item that perhaps has got more gravitas, but we've... I can't uh, beat the Billy Wright um, no, thing. No, yeah. I don't think you I can. You have to wait for that to come out. So it was Your, a, a lighter that was given to the all of the players who won the 1949 FA Cup final that had their names engraved into it. And because the, the things weren't really looked after or... or uh, valued as much as they are today and because players weren't paid as much so they had to auction things off and give stuff away like Billy Wright famously gave some of his England caps to his milkman who just came insane. around and just there you go when you've got 103 <laughs> of them 105 of them you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's say how much was that blooming light on dearie I know there? I, know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. there you go
0: but anyway thank you very much Ben for coming on it's been a pleasure really enjoyed listening to your stories uh, and hopefully in a couple of years' time, we'll be I love back it. on. I was
1: just going to say, though, I'm, we're never going to meet again. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> the either, Champions League. Yeah, either yeah. we're in the
0: Champions League and you're in League Two or we'll both um, be back in the Champions League. Just tell
1: me quickly as an outsider, what are the plans um, from Fosun going forward? Is there is, is there the fan base to you know to build this into a,
0: well, you know, a, a monster? So we've got a 10,000 long waiting list uh, for season tickets. The current capacity is about thirty-one, thirty-two thousand at Molyneux. But the problem is uh, not so much with the actual expansion; it's the space around the ground. It's awful getting out, he, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you know the the stand that the away fans sit in—the Steve Bull stand. There is not that land sort of belongs to the university, so it's not as easy as oh, we'll just knock that down and then build another one. Is that the weird shaped one? Uh, angles round. It's the what? If you've been to Molyneux, it's the one where you have to sit all the away fans sit. Uh, only like six or seven rows deep all across the length of the pitch, it's oh, the o- okay. opposite that when the, cam- the cameras are pointed at the pitch it 's the one opposite, Got the it. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Pitch. but that sand is so massive and old. it was built in the seventies that it would take two years to rebuild, and we couldn't afford to have eight thousand drop in attendance for two years at the moment, but the demand is there, but I think they're focusing more on more so on the pitch at the moment and trying to just guarantee that it will be in European football at least for three or four years. And then I mean I idea I think the ambition of the of them is to to win the Premier League in I think they said seven years after promotion, which would be, know, five it be incredible. Year, five years
1: if Neves is still there. I think he will point. be. I think he yeah. will be
0: I don't know. I can't see why any of those players would want to leave now because they when they came to us in the championship, everybody thought and there's that famous clip of um uh, what's his name? Uh, Powell used to play for Charlton. Chris Powell. Huh? Chris Powell, yeah. He says on Five Live, uh, why never is Neves going to, to Wolves? It's obviously just a stepping stone to get to the Premier League. But he's there now. He's in Europe now after you know being at the club for three years. He's not going to leave to go to Man United and be another player. He's going to stay at Wolves and be the icon that he is now. And lauded after every pass that he makes is cheered to the rafters. He's not going to get that anywhere else. Same with Jobson, Jimenez. The
1: first non Ipswich game I did on my channel, would you believe, is Sheffield Wednesday nil, Wolves won, and I'd not seen Neves or Bolly mm. play before. And I just remember after about an hour of that game, I was like, This isn't fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, just, we've got the cheat a codes. Cheat code, isn't it? They are they are way too good. It was yeah. Bolly
0: that made me laugh because he didn't seem to sprint. No. <laughs> it's
1: just like, I mean, what? He's he's too only recently
0: easy. started trying and he's I think <laughs> I think he's the I think behind Van Dijk, I think he's the best defender in the Premier League. He was comical in, in the anymore.
1: championship absolutely comical yeah
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah lovely so if you liked ben's stories and ben's chat uh go and check out his channel uh over there is it still just called benjamin bloom is it or is it yeah blue just type in
1: yeah type in benjamin bloom it's a bit tricky because it's which got relegated so the blue monday stuff is independent of mm. it now we've I brought in some extra people to work on that so my channel is championship um stuff so if you type in benjamin bloom or follow me at Benjamin Bloom on um, Twitter from your lofty perch in Europe <laughs> if you want to hear if you want to hear anything about the championship yeah. um, then uh, well if you just want to support a, a fellow uh, content maker yeah. then I would I'd greatly appreciate it. I that.
0: quite like it, it keeps me grounded, it makes me think <laughs> we, we were there once.
1: <laughs> you were there for ages well, yeah. and it's so funny as well because I remember coming out of Wolves um, we lost 1-0 and Kevin Muscat scored this weird like 35 oh, 30 yarder from the last minute and I, I nearly got into a fight coming out of the game because this wolves fan goes we were in second or third challenging for the mm. challenging for the top and this wolf fan goes oh i don't think either team will go up this season and i said to him oh well at least it didn't cost us 35 million to not go up and that was the reputation at the time that you know 35 million was this yeah. massive amount of money that had been spent year on year on year and um that was, that was the reputation, the nearly men, yeah. nearly men of the 90s that, that paid and never got there. So, okay. um, we had some unbelievable teams. I, I know teams. your pain. Unbelievable
0: yeah. teams we had in the 90s. But anyway, we could go on talking for <laughs> hours, yeah, I think. Yeah, so yeah, so but we'll, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much uh, for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel and to Ben's channel. And check this out on Spotify and iTunes as well. Uh, and I'll see you in a couple of days' time. Goodbye.